Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today, it's a banging topic. When to move out of home. How much did it cost? Should you move out of home? What is home? What is life? Let's have a chat. <laughs> what is up? Ah, Hello. Welcome. Hello. Welcome, welcome. G'day. G'day, Beck. How are you? I'm well. Welcome, How Beck. are you guys? Oh, I'm very good. Laura? I'm pretty good. You've joined pretty us good. again. John? Good. How's Glenn? <sighs> I'm okay. I'm fragile. But I'm okay. <laughs> You're always fragile. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so we wanted to have a an episode about moving out of home. Okay. But before we get into that, very important question. And I'll start with Laura. Perfect. Sauce in the fridge or in the cupboard? At in the time? cupboard. Thanks. Beck? Fridge it's, or it's cupboard? It's got to be speedy. Oh, it depends. Oh, no, it <laughs> always in the fridge, actually. Oh, okay. We might stand it there. Um, oh, John, thanks for coming great having you. Are you fighting? Every day of the week, cupboard. Yeah, I, I must say I'm a cupboard boy. Yeah. What about, honey? what about honey, though? People who put honey in the fridge are weird. That is weird. Yeah, too. Because it's hard. then when you get it, it's like, what no. am I supposed to do with this? But I will say, if you're listening out there, I want you to grab some connoisseur. How do you say that word? Connoisseur. 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 I always say it like Malcolm Turnbull. Connoisseur. Um, <laughs> how's, how's this on the... On no, no, just wait, wait, wait. Oh, you're still wait, going. Yeah, Sorry. still. <laughs> Connoisseur, vanilla bean ice cream. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then honey on the top of it. Oh, too sweet. You'll be yeah, thanking me later. Right. No, no, I like the Murray River salt one. Oh, yes. Murray, That's straight from the Murray. Straight from the Murray. Yeah. yeah. We had some friends around on the weekend. Young Charlie turned six, so we had a bit of a bash for him out the back, a bit of a bonfire and everything. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, our our friends, a little girl that needed to heat the milk up. Sorry, love, we don't have a microwave. We do not have a microwave. Wow. We just don't use it. We have no need for one. Wow. I, but how do you yeah. cook up the light and easy meals? Yeah, what about the two-minute noodles? <laughs> no, two minutes. Two-minute noodles. Cook from the scratch, straight from the earth. I, how do you straight from the air? How, how do you poach strawberries and put them on the vanilla 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 bean ice cream? I'm at a loss. Yeah. No, I can understand how you could live without a um, microwave. It's just something that's come and gone in our life. We hmm. don't need it again. Mm, exactly. Interesting. What's in your life that's come and gone? <laughs> My ex. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That was funny. I was proud of that. You're listening to My Millennial Money. Whether you're in a bank branch, your broker's office, or Hanoi, at My Millennial Money, we believe it's okay to walk away from a bad deal. We're going to have a chat with Beck about 
moving out of home for the first time. But Beck, firstly, what would your favorite song be like at the moment, would you say? That's a good question. Is this why you texted me yesterday? Oh, I do love this song. Yeah. What is this? It makes me so happy. So I'm I'm basically um I'm making use of my APRA ACMOS podcasting license. Because I can use ad hoc songs like this, and I'm allowed to. Yeah. That's I can't great. use it every episode as a theme or whatever, right. but we can use ad hoc songs. So, I love that. if you're a guest on the podcast, I might ask you what your favourite song is. Nice. Yeah. Why and not? I might not, but mm. we'll see. <laughs> so, so Beck, thanks for coming. You ready to have a chat about moving out of home for the first time? Yeah, I think oh. so. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so when Zach was joining the Facebook group, he asked, when should you move out of home? And then Georgia also asked, how to survive as a uni student? Oh, <laughs> it's so rough. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, go, they go hand in hand yeah, yeah. And then she wrote And in capitals Moving out of home When to know it's time And how to budget for it So You know Like all things We, we get subject matter experts On the show So Beck Which I definitely am not <laughs> Yes <laughs> So why are you here? <laughs> I don't know But you've Stars been You've I been in the trenches no. And you've got a story Yeah So, yeah. so Beck's that Maybe just under a year ago, yep. you moved out of home for the very first time mm-hmm. and you were a uni student. And How you- old are you, Beck? I am 23. Although the other day I thought I was 22 but and I had a fight <laughs> with my dad about it. <laughs> He's like, no, you are 23. Dad's always right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I am 23. So for you, and we'll just jump straight into it. Mm-hmm. When was it time for you to move out of home? Well, it's funny because the timing for me moving out of home was later than I thought it would be. I wanted to move out very quickly when I turned 19, but the timing was just never right, even though I thought it was. Sure. Um, so it wasn't until I was, um, I think, 22 that I the timing kind of aligned for yeah, me. Yeah, the planets worked. And what were some of the... So it was money a big consideration where you're like i've got the money because i work part-time or was it i need to get out of this place and i'll make the money work yeah. <laughs> well it was a little bit of both like like as you said um being a full-time uni student it makes it difficult to earn a lot because you're always at uni mm. and so you might only work two or three shifts a week um but then also there's that stress of like i love my parents i have it really good at home but um, there's, we all know there comes a time where you need to leave and spread your wings. So, But don't like uni students have like four hours a week of contact and then the rest is online or at home or is, is that? Uh, uh, lots of people think that. It depends what degree you're doing and how well you yeah. want to do. And so, to what degree. Yeah. Like if you're, do, if you're going by the P's get degrees thing, then Woo. yeah, you can bludge your way through it. Yeah. But um, me personally, I'm a bit of a stress head and a high okay. achiever. 
Well, I try to be. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded oh, really arrogant. Yeah. Um, I get HDs. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I never, I never <laughs> fail this stuff. And what are you studying at uni? I'm doing communications. Right, okay. Yeah. Any uh, feedback on what we're doing here to deliver our media? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you the constructive feedback Thanks. later. Thanks. Um, what was the question? I don't know. Like, was it for you as I had to get out? And I'll worry about the money later. Or was it like, oh, I'm starting to actually have some money happening here. I can move out. No, it was definitely I need to go and spread my wings and I'll figure it out as I go. Right. But then there were also a couple of things I wanted to wait for as well. Like I didn't want to um, just jump into any old house. <laughs> I wanted to wait for the right time, the right place. Um, yeah. You wanted it all, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want everything that I so want now. Not too dissimilar to <laughs> everyone else out there. So are you uh, you're sharing with a couple of people or... So I had a cool setup. I moved out to the downstairs flat that um, a couple that I've known for a long time okay. had. So they had um, furnished their downstairs to make it a self-contained unit. Ah, cool. So it was two bedrooms and I kind of went in there by myself and they said, you know, eventually you can have a friend. So for the first, I think it was eight months, I was by myself, yeah. which was really tough because I'm a full extrovert. I need people need all of the time. <laughs> yeah, five yeah. minutes on my own and <laughs> <Life's yeah. train laughs> <wreck>. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I do start Starts crying. stressing. How's this? Yeah. I, I text my neighbor yesterday who's like 83 or something. <laughs> you and text him. Her. Oh. Yeah. And she sends back emoticons and all that. And I wrote, I'm like, oh, hi, Edith. <laughs> Do you have any razor blades by chance? And she wrote back, is everything okay? Oh, my gosh. That's really intense. So, anyway. So, yeah. If you're a... uh, Yeah. So, you need people. Yes. Yeah. Um, So, at the time when I moved out alone, I thought, hey, this might be a good learning curve for me to, you know, learn to be by myself Mm. and be happy in my own company, which I think it did. That was one of the positives. It really helped because I just had to be by myself. Yeah. Eat, pray, love, and all that. Yeah, all of that. Independence. Yeah, pretty awesome spot too. Like you had a pretty sick... Yes. So there were a couple of opportunities that came up before I moved out, but it just never felt right. And then this sweet setup came out. It was on the lake. Um, It was modern, really beautiful, five minutes from work. Um, So they were all like the pros of moving out. So it just aligned and it was just the right thing for me. Were you paying board at home? No, because there were a few trips that I was going on with dad and he was always like, oh, well, if you're saving for travel, then you don't have to pay board. That was kind of the deal. And he also had said to us, like, when we're studying full time, like, he doesn't expect it. Yeah. Yeah. So when you uh, moved out that first weekly rent, how much (laughs) did you pay per week? Um, 180. Yeah. So... That's we could call that maybe budget shock or something like that, did it? Yeah. And did you find the weeks came around really fast? <laughs> the weeks came really fast, and I never realised how expensive groceries. Were. <laughs> so, what do you reckon the net difference was from living at home to now paying this? Uh, probably nothing. A million dollars astronomical of my amount um, of rent and. Who, yeah. who pays for food like this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Maybe like. A few hundred, I don't know. Yeah. And was it, so was it a, when, like, it's exciting, you moved in, um, you know, had the housewarming parties. Did you get any good housewarming gifts that oh, are of note? I know why you're asking this question, because you gave me bags full of stuff. So- I, I literally, like, I filled up, like, two Millennium Money tote bags of stuff at my house. He had to get rid there of were- 
so much. There was pots, pans, candles, batteries. <laughs> there was like, what was that? Medica- you gave me some medication. Oh. There was like for, for when you have gastro issues. Oh, no. <laughs> you gave me like this. I just, I just, that I must gave have it. accidentally fell in out of your Well, cupboard. no, I just like, I was going through all this stuff. I'm like, it's just handy to have. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's handy to have horse tranquilizer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there was so much. And there were some really nice things in there. But, but so... So yeah. I guess, yeah, so what I'm getting at is the first couple of weeks is fun, it's exciting. Yeah. You're unpacking Glenn's uh, show bag and all that. <laughs> and then it wears off and you're a couple of weeks in. Yeah. Was there ever any regret or feelings of this is too early, I want to go home? What's <laughs> Talk to us about um, that process. Honestly, there were moments of like a bit of loneliness, missing mum and dad. Um, but there was never any regret of moving out because I waited for the right time. Any regrets? Regrets? No, no, no regrets. I knew you were about to say that. I totally knew that. No, no regrets. 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 How far are you from home, Beck? Now from your parents? now, I'm 15 minutes. So I've actually moved again oh, since yeah, that like, first yeah, time. Right. Yeah. yeah. But initially, you were how far? 20 minutes on right. the other side. Okay. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. you mentioned live that I gave you like. Tablets that I found. <laughs> they, okay, it was Maxillin. No, no. Okay. Are you going to include that? Yeah, whatever. Yes. It, I think it was Maxillin. No, it was the things when you have like diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> I think I've. I you think would have needed them too. Why'd you give them away? Well, just because I think I had them all for like traveling and when you go overseas. Yeah. Okay, it's Glenn. A- all right, we got it. Shot so, it for travelling. So would you say I'll, <laughs> I'm a logical person that likes to do numbers on this stuff? So. Would you say it was a 10 grand difference a year from moving out? Because That's a very complex the, question. The, well, the, I wasn't the rent's expected to be, do maths. No, no, but the rent's <laughs> 180 a week. The rent's got to be five grand straight away, yeah. close enough to. And then you've got electricity and food and... Well, the good thing is I didn't have bills. Okay. So, so that was I should have said that. Right. That was all included. Yeah, it was a pretty good deal. It was yeah. a good deal. Okay. Maybe a bit too much for a full-time uni student like i think that that's too much did you do any loose budgeting before very loose (laughs) (laughs) by loose you mean i looked at my pay and then i just go with it (laughs) nice excellent and it it worked out okay yeah it did i worked it out as i went yeah and did you work more hours because of that or put pressure on the boss to work more hours because you didn't have as much money lying around um I would try at the beginning, I did because I was trying to stay ahead and on top of it. But then I got too swamped with uni and then I just did what I could and budgeted accordingly. Did you have any debt before you moved out of home? No, no debt. So you owned your car? I owned my car, And you had a little bit of cash in the bank? Yep. Yep. So responsible Mm. financial person? Yep. Ish. Ish. <laughs> um, well, with no costs not, at home, there shouldn't have been too much debt. Yeah, but they? you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah. You would absolutely be surprised. Like, you never used Afterpay or anything like that. Mm, no. Yeah. So, fast forward, did you go into debt at all? Did you end up with a credit card or you're still pretty... No. Do you know what? I stayed on top of it. I was yeah. pretty good with budgeting. I yeah. think the thing that motivated me was I wanted to prove to my parents right. that I could do it. Yeah. Cool. Um, and so I was like, I'm not going to fall behind or going to debt because I don't want to ask them anything, which yeah. I know I could if I had to, but I just wanted to be able to do it myself. Yeah. And nice. And we're here yeah. now. That's it. And here Great. we are. I'm still alive. So no, no regrets. You wouldn't have changed anything from, oh, answer that first. 
No regrets. No? Yeah. So from 19, when you first started thinking about it, to 22, when you decided to, what changed other than you growing up a bit? As in? As in like, well, why was 22 the time to move uh out? Yeah. Um, I think the thing is I just... I didn't want to move out just for the sake of moving out. I wanted it to be right for me. And so when things came up that seemed like good options, I had, I mean, I had a couple of friends that wanted to move out with me, maybe like further into town or whatnot, but I didn't work in town. I worked um, in Lake Macquarie. And so I needed it to be good for work and like my lifestyle, I guess. Yeah. So when I was 19, there was just no opportunities and I didn't see that. And like work-wise, I just didn't have the money. Sure. Mm. So tip number one, don't just move out for the sake yeah. of it. Yeah. And I just wanted to, yeah, you know, camp on that point. Like as much as you wanted to move out, it wasn't a brain aneurysm. I'll move out tomorrow. No, it was yeah. kind of a bit planned and yeah. considered. And you yeah. did have a, a stable flexible if you will job as well were you on any government benefits no No, so no because i well i lived with my parents and they earned enough yeah um but i think i was lucky too in that to be able to wait like i did have Mm. it really good at home i know a lot of people like they do have to just get out yeah so i had the luxury of being able to wait until a good right time and i guess like anything in life you think if you have to force something whether it's a career position, education, relationships, moving out of home, whatever that thing is, if you have to force something, usually when you force something, something breaks. Yep. Totally. And that concludes my TED Talk. Yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> You're welcome. But um, I guess there are scenarios where people have to move for study, people have to move closer. Yeah. So in those types of scenarios, because 180 bucks a week really – if you're in Sydney, that's nothing. So it's kind of like mm. that thing of mm. then what do you do? Like not saying like it, in Newcastle it's a different story, but I yeah. think there's a tricky thing of there's probably listeners who um, are paying, you know. Crap load. So much. Yeah, so for you example, I, I tell people if possible, you really want to keep your rent as a percentage of a unit. You really want to keep your rent as a percentage of your net after-tax income under 30 percent 25 is fantastic 20 is amazing a lot of uni students it actually could be 50 to 60 percent and in that case if you're studying full-time the percentage is as low as you can while life works because it's a temporary situation Mm. can i did you have any further points on that laura oh no um i guess it's just working in with what you what your scenario is, if if you're studying in a city, your cost of rent is going to be crazy. So, yeah. um, and as you said, I think it's good to kind of be okay with not saving a crap load while you're studying, yeah. you know, yeah. because that's a lot of pressure. That's yeah. a really mm. good point. Yeah. Yeah. I used to get so down on myself. Sorry. I used to get so down on myself. Um, from not saving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then you're right, Laura, like I just had to realise, well, I'm at uni, I'm full time, I am living out of home. This is just for a season. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. And for that's sure. what I drum into anyone that I can. Like if you're listening, you're at uni, you're working part time, you're renting. If you can just get through uni without any debt, 
Yeah. You've killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask a question on, this is probably slightly unrelated, but on tax, I was actually talking with my sister about this and she would work extra hours, but by the time she got her pay, she got taxed so much more. She might as well have just worked her standard 38 hours. And so what do you think about that when it comes to study and tax and saving on tax? Is there like a sweet spot of hours that you should be working or money that you should be trying to bring in? While they're still at uni or just in general? Did she have two jobs? She had one job. Yeah. What can happen, I think what you'll find in this instance, when you've earned the bracket creep is actually the hex bracket creep. So you've moved up a slight amount and you've had to withhold a high percentage of tax right. for the yeah. hex bill. Right, yeah. okay. So that can so I'm thinking, be... geez, a per hour rate's good. <laughs> yeah, and I will be doing uh, an episode very soon to yeah. swing back around. For so, sure. yeah, so she yeah, would have moved sure. into the next hex threshold. Right, mm. okay. So the money isn't lost. It's going towards her hex, but the net yeah. payment into the bank account, yeah. She's working for the government either way you look at yep. it. Yeah. yeah, right, gotcha. Yeah. So, gotcha. so Beck, it. It sounds like the perfect storm for you to move out at that time. Um, Mum and dad, 20 minutes away. So yeah. if, it, if it didn't work out, you could potentially come back. How many times did you go in for dinner? <laughs> um, at the beginning, not at all because yeah. I was really proud. Yeah, you're like, just I'm digging fine. the toes in saying, no, I'm going to yeah, fight then, this. But then actually I went over for dinner just because I missed them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they would have missed you. Yeah. yeah, and I hadn't eaten in days. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, question, do you think on balance your quality of life um, increased being out on your own? Like, did you yes. feel like, oh, I've just got this sense of freedom and, you know, when I first moved out of home, I thought it was amazing because I could go down to McDonald's and get a, a caramel sundae and not get asked, why are you doing that? Or about <laughs> to have dinner. Uh, I yeah. could basically get chicken nuggets whenever I wanted. Um, with no one saying, what are you doing? I could leave a cup on Wait the bench. Wait get married, mate. It comes around again. <laughs> well, I'm just going to love this season in my life. Um, I can leave <laughs> no, a, a cup on the bench and it's not the Spanish Inquisition Mark II. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, any comments on the quality of life and um, your sense of being... I think moving out of home, it's similar to when you get your license. It's one of those staple moments where you um, really come into your own and it unlocks this whole other side of you that you don't realize you have. Mm. Like I learned so many things about myself when I moved out of home. Um, Such as? Oh, like I think I have OCD. Right. So you, everything's um, clean and oh, yeah. we'll be over there for dinner and yeah. I'm like finishing my meal and the plate's gone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's over there cleaning it. Um, yeah, I just really, joking, but not really. Basically, yes. I think, um, yeah, you just get to do all these things you didn't even. Yeah. I don't well, know what I'm saying. Things come out that didn't have to before. Yeah. yeah because exactly. And, and I, I put it back to like when you're living at home, your room is your space, yeah. right? And there might be a little bit of authority over that, like clean your room, you know, blah, blah, blah. When you get your own home, the whole home is your space. Yeah. Mm. So you're behaving in a different way because you're lounging about in an open room, which happens to be the lounge room, but it's just an extension of your totally. own space. So yeah. it's it's a weird dynamic. Yeah. And I, I think it's a, the key is a preparation 
in lead up to you moving out as well like were you at home and everything was done for you by mum and dad or did you have your independence have to go and do your own groceries or contribute to the bills or whatever around the house like that definitely forms how that initial stage of you moving out's going to go um mm. like as you so said true. before Laura about moving away f- for uni so you got no choice but to move out because yeah, you're going yeah. to uni. Like that was that was me when I was seventeen. I was like never, never lived away from home, and then all of a sudden we're two hours. So you can't just go yeah. and move back in. It's the it's For the sure. real what world. Was it like with the world being in black and white back then. Yeah, well, it was. <laughs> uh, I think it's sometimes easier. It's less stress because there's no internet, no TV. Yeah, it's funny. No cars. No cars. That was the carriage ride. Yeah. We were fit because we couldn't we had to run everywhere, right? (laughs) So Bexter, do you have any like um did you prepare any like bullet point tips or anything like that Um, that you wanted to share with us all? No, I just had some pros and cons. Let's hear them and then I want to swing around and continue the discussion. Okay. Well, I think the pros of moving out was the freedom, which we've already talked about, like just um, being able to do what you want, when you want, have who you over, whoever you want over when you want them. So you're saying like just a couple of friends? (laughs) You would. The other thing I loved about moving out of home is you got to make your space a reflection of you and what you like and your taste. Um, it's kind of just becomes a little like your own little sanctuary, yeah. <laughs> um, which I loved. Um, and also it was just super empowering. Like I said, when you get your license, it's like you all of a sudden have all this authority over your yeah. life. Was that good? That was exciting. Yeah, it was exciting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I loved, I got really excited just about meal prepping yeah. and like having the, if the fridge was full of groceries, that's because I've picked what's in yeah, there. Right. And Because um, a lot of males couldn't have give the crap about that like (laughs) yeah i I don't know i really loved that like cons was living alone i missed having someone around all the time you know i had my brothers when i lived at home and my parents and it's funny when you live at home and you get really annoyed when you get home from work and your parents like oh how was your day and you're like go away mum i don't want to talk but they're being so lovely and you shut yourself in your room but then when i lived by myself I'd go home and there was no one there to ask me about my day. (laughs) And then I'd cry myself to sleep. Um, (laughs) I'm joking. But not really. Um, Not really. I think, or maybe not a con, but a a growing opportunity was just being wise with your money and seeing where it goes. Like you just have to stay on top of it. You have to start looking at your bank history and your transactions, which I – I think that was a good habit to get into. I didn't have that before. I never even looked at where I was spending my money. And how were you doing your grocery shopping? Whereas, was it like, I'm just going to drop in and buy stuff as needed? Or were you doing like a big shop? How were you managing that? Well, when I was organized, I'd try and do a big shop and then just meal prep. Um, yep. But that was more about being time poor than um, not having money. Um, but yeah, i just do a big shop and budget, like put that... Yep, sweet. Um, Laura, do you have any, um, when you moved out of home for the first time, what was your experience like? I actually kind of did a similar thing. I lived by myself at a friend's place. It was hilarious, actually. Did you I cry lived... yourself to sleep too? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, but I didn't, live, I didn't live by myself for eight months. I think it was only yeah. three or four months. And then my little sister moved in. But um, 
the big advice that I got was not to buy nice things. Mm. If you if you live with like when you're like 21 moving out of home, if you um if you're living with housemates, it's kind of just like just go to Kmart. Yeah. Buy some buy one of those huge packs where which has literally every utensil lot. in it yeah. because <laughs> you're going to chuck it out before you move somewhere nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's it, really good. On that, like if you want to listen to uh, a podcast episode 126 from last year, I did a whole episode and it was the, it was with these bloggers in America. They're called Bitches Get Riches and they're like award-winning internet bloggers. They're anonymous and stuff. Um, and the title of the episode is Resentment is the Worst Roommate. And that whole episode is about renting with friends. So, yeah, so good. Jo- go and have a listen to that episode 126 from last year. And the logistics of, you know, living with housemates and all those things have a, have a clear system on personalities and everything else. Yeah, like maybe with cleaning, that's probably just a logistics thing. But even, yeah. um, I reckon yeah. the biggest trap with that I'm seeing more more now than I did ten years ago was housemates moving in and getting a pet. That's a that's a bit of a stitch up. And I'd be pretty cut if my housemate just no, but like brought... as a joint pet and oh. not looking down the track about really? who's going to get it. Who yeah. did that? Yeah, I've never was heard that of you, Glenn? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So mm. that's a trap. And I think, yeah, you're on like absolutely. If you are buying something premium, if you're renting with friends. It's going to get trashed. It's One, it's going to get trashed. And two, have the discussion. Because I'm of the view, you know, some stuff just doesn't need to be said. It's like common knowledge. But, hey, I'm buying this Le Creuset freaking $300 pot. I'm taking the bastard with me when I leave. Like, yeah, for sure. For so sure. I think you just have to be strategic about that and having the... Uh, discussions up front yeah. um, before. Yeah. And you go, John. So, no, I was just going to say for you, Beck, how how long have you got left in your studies? Uh, a year. Okay. So what's next for you? Is it is it your own home? Is it uh, <laughs> continuing to rent for the next 10 years? Is it uh... <laughs> Probably we'll have to. <laughs> um, honestly, it's pretty hard doing uni and not working as much and being able to see owning a home in my future. Right. <laughs> um, to be honest, it gets me down sometimes. Um, don't, don't why do you want to own a home? Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think I'd want to, I think I'd seriously consider owning a home if I eventually was in a serious relationship and talking marriage. Yeah. I don't think it's something I would do by myself. Just make Is that it a, bad? Just make huh. it a checklist that he's already got a home or something. So you can just move <laughs> yeah. in. Well, that's kind of the Slide plan. into a DM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of my plan. Yeah, cool. Hey, I know I crap on all the time about getting our foundations in place, but our personal protection plan is something you need to do today. I know many of our listeners have got this set up, but if you're one of them and haven't already, go to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and I'll put you in touch with someone who can guide you through. Generally, there's no cost to have an initial chat. And if you're young, fit and healthy, you need to get this stuff in place today. If you've got a family and you're not covered, hey, what if you freaking died? I'm not messing around. You need to get insured. Do it. Do it now. And anyone that I refer you to will do it the same way that we teach and we talk about here. And that advice provider, wherever you are in Australia, are happy to have a complimentary discussion with you at no cost to see where you're at and see if they can help. So what have you got to lose? Have a chat today. Jump on to sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. 
So, yeah. Bexter, yeah. did you did you have to buy any furniture for your house when you moved in? Or Not it- the first one because it was furnished, but sure. just like recently, as in a week ago, we did. Yeah, nice. So, what's where did you go about buying that? What did you buy, Laura? How did you buy it? Um, well, a lot of the things we did just get from Marketplace. And also, I moved in with my brother and his wife and so they had a lot of stuff as well which was handy but i mean we bought this awesome massive couch just off facebook marketplace how much uh well it was 800 but we got it down from like 1000 and all pitched in and okay so on that if you leave yeah does the lounge stay or do they buy you out so i think (laughs) the agreement was whoever wants it will pay the other people out for it sure um yeah okay so at least you've had the chat Yeah. yeah yeah sweet uh, Laurel, sure. how did you furnish your house? Um, similar kind of thing. Like each housemate kind of, we all moved in at the same time. So each housemate brought their own thing. But then one of our housemates moved out when she bought a home. Um, and so she was like, well, I'm going to leave this couch. But the I don't mind. You don't have to pay me. But you guys just have to move it out. And the couch is like three meters long. Oh, it's it's big, the isn't biggest it? couch yeah. of all time. So we were like, okay, well, we'll. We'll cross that bridge when we I get to I know who it. the winner was in that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but even the other week, our washing machine broke yeah. and I'm about to move out. Um, and so one of the other housemates said, okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'll buy the washing machine and we'll just keep it here. So I'll buy a new one oh, when perfect. I move out. What would you do if you're in like Africa or somewhere? <laughs> it, um... <laughs> yeah. I can't Facebook believe, Marketplace I can't is really good. listen to this. <laughs> I, I really like Facebook Marketplace because it's all it's not as like clunky as Gumtree. Mm. Oh, you have automated messages that it populates yeah. so for easy. you. Like, hey, is this still available? Blah blah blah. It's heaps good. Yeah. I really like yeah. it. Yeah, it's awesome when they arrange delivery for you too. That's yeah. great. That's awesome. Yeah. So, any other practicalities that uh, you find ladies would like to? I don't know. Spread over people in terms of furnishing, or just moving out for the first General. time. Um. What would you do differently? I think, I think um, in terms of bills, one thing that we found that worked, and I don't know, people in the Facebook group might have thoughts on this, a system for who pays bills, who buys those, do you share those essential mm. items yeah. like olive oil or like, you know, mm. what are you? how does that kind of work? Mm. Having a system for that, but also like... And there's an app called Splitwise, which is cool to track. Home, like that's really like, good yeah. because it does get tricky. Like, but it's got to be all what? in one in all in, doesn't it? With all that sort of like olive oil, surely. I think that's like, a sharesies thing. People yeah. have definitely, you know, shelves dedicated. We kind of just it's yeah, it's Jeez. kind of tricky. You're all sharing yeah, a that's fridge, really tricky. It's yeah, not a boarding house. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's um interesting. So even with bills, like I. I will pay all the bills and then the girls will transfer to me. Yeah, Just having one person who looks after that. And what about, um, what's there? Is there an expectation that, hey, I've paid it. You've got a couple of days to pay me back. Are you I'm not, loose on that? I'm pretty loose on that. Yeah. But that's also because sometimes I forget to pay the bills. So. <laughs> Overdue notices. There we go. Overdue yeah. notices. So, I guess just on that, if I can talk about bills for a second. Yes. When you move into a property, um, the real estate, if there's a group of you uh, or if there's two or more, uh, you'll all be on the lease with the real estate. Yeah. And most times. <laughs> yeah, most times. When you get the keys for the new rental, you'll walk in, the power will be happening, right? The lights will be on. 
you need to actually call an energy provider and connect the account to the building. Mm. So that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize yeah. when you move in because the real estate does not do that. And the yeah. same with the gas. Um, now, likewise with the internet, and I would recommend just probably do month by month. I wouldn't commit to a, a two-year plan with uh, any of this stuff. And just check with your lease because sometimes if there is a water-saving device on the building or on the shower heads or if there's a some type of water thing, most leases, particularly in New South Wales, say that the tenants have to pay the water use. But if yeah. it's an older building and there's no water-saving features, the landlords pay for the water. Mm-hmm. So that's just one thing to check. So yeah. you've all got to connect the bills account. I would personally, if practical, um, put all names on the energy account. Would you say that, John? Well, or one. It, it helps with your credit file. Wouldn't like to have you have some history there if you're going to tenant again in the future. Um, yeah, and I think it's help. skin in the game with yeah. all tenants because if yeah. someone doesn't pay the energy bill. Um, there's accountability that, hey, you might ding my credit and get defaulted. So it kind of, yeah, it's, it, a big it's, deal. it's clunky at the start, but I think it's worthwhile. Yeah. 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 So I, I guess that's the main thing. Um, I've written down some practical tips. Um, cool. If you would indulge me, would you all indulge me? Yes. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, number one, I, I would say when you're looking for rentals uh, and you're moving out for the first time, because these are the things that you might not automatically have that a front of mind when you were looking at the place get your phone out make sure you got phone service you know vodafone might not work that's a that good place. tip it's a great tip mm, good tip that's really good you're welcome mm, we should write Where'd these you get down that from um anecdotal evidence yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's that's a big one so just check it out the second one and again is public transport close you might see something online, jump up to it. You might need public transport mm. and go, look, I don't have 15 minutes to walk of a morning. So, you just got to – a lot of you might go, yeah, that's obvious, but we're all different and we've all got different strengths and weaknesses. Mm. Um, so, yeah, check out the transport situation. And if you can, if you live in a built-up area, I want you to go there at night, if possible, and check out the street parking. Because if you're, you know, the inner west of a city or, you know, like a Sydney eastern suburbs or wherever it is, um, you just want to make sure, get a vibe for the parking situation at night. And also I would say, take a friend, just park the car one evening, dinner time, whatever, 9pm, and just go for a bit of a walk around the area and just yeah. get a vibe. That's a good idea. Just to, is, so does this yeah. Feel, yeah. Does yeah. it feel safe? Totally. Am I going to get shivved? <laughs> Like, for sure that's shit yeah i like that idea. yeah like it's when you're in do you know what do you want me to do? you like, can explain it yeah so Laura. so basically <laughs> um if i had a pen like that and i was in jail i could shiv john in like the in there in the torso is that a word shiv i haven't heard of it but you can use it okay um <laughs> so yeah so really get a vibe because for me i like to Wherever, if I'm renting or if I buy, I like, because it's my home. I live there, guys. It's my sanctuary. I need to make sure that it's good at yeah, night. Yeah, for so, sure. That's so true. That's a good tip. Um, does it have aircon and fans? Just suss it out. And if it does have an aircon on the lease, work out, are you responsible for it? Is the landlord? Are there any weird conditions? Yeah. Uh, if it has a hot tub, who's responsible for 
uh, servicing it, just little things like that. Yeah. Um, this is a big one, um, but not really. I just wanted to build up to the next one. Um, <laughs> check if the windows work in the master bedrooms. <laughs> That's like, really do good. Do they slide? Do I need... 15 kilos of downforce to pull it. That like, is really sometimes annoying. Sometimes on the old houses, yeah. they're all locked yeah. and they yeah. screw them in. And, and when the paint I moved in, dries. Yes. Mm. When I moved in, they didn't have um, fly screens. Yeah. Which yeah, was heaps totally. annoying. So, check mm. out fly screens. Yeah. Yeah. So, these are all the little – because you can walk in and it's nice and you're excited. And um, So, check the windows. Check the wet areas for mold. And if there is a darker bedroom somewhere or if you're in on the side of a rainforest, I don't know, wherever you live, mm. just check that there's like there's not patchy mold or something like that. I'll probably open the um, – and I know we're not buying the house, but you've got to live there. Like under the sinks in the kitchen, laundry, bathroom, yeah. just see if there's Look vermin. cover-ups. Yeah, just – I don't know. Like I just don't want to live somewhere that's moldy and there's rats everywhere. Um yeah. Get what you pay for. Yeah. Though, <laughs> check if it's a communal area, just, yeah, you do. Um, check the bin situation. Ask the real estate, hey, what's the bins? Do I have to walk 15 hours to take the trash out? Um, so it's just getting a bit of a, a vibe. Mm. Ask mm. them as much information as possible. And remember, depending where you are, and someone will say this point's going to be rubbish because where they live, but if you're living in a regional area or somewhere and the place has been for rent for X amount, ask for it cheaper. Yeah, that's that's good. Like if it's on for four twenty for a week, wherever you are, if it's a townhouse somewhere, and oh yeah, hey, would you guys take three ninety five? Mm. You don't ask, you, you don't can, get. You can give them some incentive for that too. Like yeah, you can be like oh two months up front or yeah, mm. do just be creative with them because yeah. everything's a negotiation in this life. It is like I went shopping yesterday, John. Surprising, and I negotiated. Um, I got a natural gas heater for downstairs at my house and I went to the good guys and I said, how much? Are they good? Yeah, they're all right. They're all right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and they gave me a discount because I asked. So, that's free yeah. money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, everything's negotiable and particularly me as a landlord and John yourself as a landlord, yeah. I kind of like it when someone wants to negotiate and do a deal yeah. <laughs> because well, it's well, like well, they're well engaged. Done, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Um, so, that's also very important to um, just to negotiate if possible. And I, I always say, if it's through a real estate agent, ask them, hey, what's the landlord like? How long have you been dealing with them? You know, do they want a small family? Do they want a professional couple? Like, mm. are they happy with some uni students? Just get a vibe because why bother filling out an application if they actually want a professional couple and you're too... 21-year-olds. Yeah. 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 And depend on the market you're entering into, whether the – if you've got choices and it's a, a renter's market, then sometimes the 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 agent of choice is a, is a deal as well. Like you, you don't want to be dealing with an agent that's always annoying you and carrying on. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're kind of just the practical tips uh, when looking for a rental. Um, anything else that you want to add, John? Uh, you've covered it. You've definitely done some research on this one. You proud of me, mate? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Ladies, anything else you would like to add? I think one thing, one personal thing yeah. is I have a backyard and it's so oh. annoying. It's so annoying. Is there Having, mountain goats up there? there? Seriously? <laughs> did you not know <laughs> that, friend, that the no, 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 backyard I did. was there? <laughs> I just didn't think it, I'd gone from living in an apartment to living in a house. On a hill house, with a backyard. And 
a friend of mine came around to mow the lawn oh. and she was afraid there were snakes. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> the so lawn long. was that long? It was so bad. So backyard is annoying. Obviously, you know, I'm, I get a yard person to come do it, but <laughs> a, yard a yard person. I'm I've not got, mowing well, the lawn. I don't want to mow the lawn. I'm not yeah. mowing our lawn. Yeah, yeah, your lawn's tiny. <laughs> you don't have any grass. <laughs> and I'm not mowing it. You seriously get someone to mow that. It is yeah, why do many... I want to do it? Why, why would I? I don't get it. Why would I own a mower? I is, actually never want to own a mower. Yeah, that's it's my, my life goal, goal yeah. in life. I think we talked about I this. I love that. I never want to own When Laura and I, I were like, Walmart. went on tour with the band that she was in in America, like I went because I had nothing to do and they were touring for six weeks. I'm like, I'll take along, whatever. <laughs> we found out that we were kindred spirits. Really? That's beautiful. <laughs> we both liked um, the finer cold, things. Cold pressed juice <laughs> yeah. and not mowing lawns. <laughs> It was good. That's funny you say that you never want to own a lawnmower because I never want to change a tyre ever. Wow. Yeah. I never Nor will. Nor should you. Is that such a millennial thing to say? No, that's fine. I, I refuse to do it. I was at the AFL yesterday for the kids and uh, this guy had a flat battery and this BMW X5 goes, yeah, I'll, I'll ch- help uh, charge it for you. He rocks up, puts a bonnet up. Couldn't find his battery. Oh. Did not know where the battery <laughs> was on his car. That's rough. <laughs> I learned how to change oil last week. Woo. Well done. Nice. I didn't learn. Someone else did it for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I think it's just all about um, if I can glean from Beck's, um, you know, Sermon on the Mount over there. Um, <laughs> like. Blessed to the poor. Yeah, basically. You're so blessed. <laughs> I, I mean, like, let's. Let's just get, again, like anything in our life, let's get strategic. You know, mm. if you know you have to move next year for uni or whatever, mm. start researching, I don't know, start asking around. And I would even say, if possible, if you've got to go to a different town for uni next year, can you do a weekend away, get an Airbnb and just go and vibe out the Road suburb? Trip. Yeah, that's And cool. just, I don't know, like, because the more prepared you are, generally you've got a higher chance of a better outcome. Yeah, 100%. And this conversation's alluded us to the fact that everyone's different as well. Mm. Mm. Like, I love a backyard and mowing the lawns. You're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) No, I understand that. There's something you feel accomplished mowing a lawn. I I do understand that. Yeah, Yeah, so apples for apples. Yeah, absolutely. And Mm. again, like it's, yeah, it's a money podcast, but we haven't really talked hardline dollars but it's more the conversation to empower you that if home's good and you can put up with it for another year and if you can save money there yeah hey, do it do it but Stay if it's there. actually time to move on and you know it and your parents are getting on your nerves or if the home situation is not great because there are a lot of people that have had to move out of home because there wasn't it was a toxic environment yeah and that's okay yeah. it, it happens for sure um and we had uh last week uh a renter who had some um, friends renting with them for a number of years and had gone through a few different friends um, had just had to <laughs> had to go and buy their own home because they were just over renting. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. That transition sure. of what time's right for you. Another thing is just seeking advice before you move out as well. Sure. I know I look talk to a lot of different people about how they did things like the systems you were saying Laura about like do you have a shelf each or whatever I think I talk to a lot of people and what what methods do you use how did it work for you and just seeking advice and wisdom really helps Mm. yeah absolutely yeah can't ask enough questions no yeah and I, I would finally like to say if you are needing to move out of home and it's not critical or if you do have debt clean up your debt get your cash flow in order 
And hey, if you've got a full-time job and you're living at home, your cash flow system should be schmick as. Should be. Mm. And I would also, yeah, get out of debt, have a cash flow system. I would even, and I've told clients this, factor in an amount of real world rent into your budget. And even if you put that money into a separate account, or if you can't control yourselves, ask your parents if you can trust them, put that money with them for the X amount of time before you move out. And you might use that as a bit of a kitty to deck out your new place. Yeah. And no, because we, we want to live, we don't want to live in a false economy. So, and this is why I tell people, factor in that real world rent cost, whether it's 250 a week into your budget. So you know that, no, you can't afford a freaking $650 car payment <laughs> mm. because when you need to move out of home, you're not going to have any freaking money. Yeah. So understand what your long-term outcome is as well like mm. some there's probably a little bit of FOMO is friends are out renting and yeah. you're still at home and it's like well oh, this is cool or whatever that's been a fun chat and again like anything we can continue it in the Facebook group and happy to do another episode about this if anyone needs it but hey it's an encouragement thing like when the time's right the time's right don't do it before you you need to Remember, if it's a good home situation, you can always try it. If it doesn't work out, it's not forever. You can go back home. You can go somewhere else. Do what Bexter does. You can get a friend in after time. Um, We shouldn't be held captive by our decisions. And I would say if something's not right, you're allowed to change it. Yeah. And I do it every time on this podcast. I make mistakes. I buy brand new cars, regret it, get rid of them. You know, you've just got to be like, it's okay. Made a mistake and get on with it. Take control and don't whinge. Yep. It's Mm. good. Good advice. Love that. Sweet. All right. Thanks so much, Bexter. Thanks, ladies. Oh, thank it's you been guys. so fun. And thanks, Laura. Thanks for coming in, back. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for being here, John. Thank you, Glenn, for co-hosting with me. Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. Later. If you are after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. In fact, it's a general advice podcast. But if you do want somebody to talk to, jump onto sortyourmoneyout.com and click on Get Help and I'll be able to put you in touch with an advisor or a mortgage broker who can actually sit down with you or have a Skype or a Zoom meeting and really work out what you need based on your own personal circumstances. Remember, we hang out on Insta at My Millennial Money. If you're a regular listener, you're welcome to join our Facebook group. If you want more money hacks, be sure to subscribe to My Millennial Money Express. It's short money hacks anywhere, anytime, right into your ears. Any advice in this podcast is of a general nature only and has not been tailored to your personal circumstances. Please seek personal advice prior to acting on this information. Before making a decision to acquire a financial product, you should obtain and read the product disclosure statement relating to that product. Opinions constitute our judgment at the time of issue and are subject to change. Neither the licensee, any of the National Australia Group of Companies, nor their employees or directors give any warranty of accuracy nor accept any responsibility for errors or omissions in this podcast. Glenn James, Urban Ghetto Proprietary Limited, trading as Sort Your Money Out, are authorised representatives of Apogee Financial Planning Limited, AFSL 230689. Bexter, do yeah. you have any, like, um, did you prepare any, like, bullet point tips or anything like that um, that you wanted to share with us all? Oh, I had a, oh, I just did what you told me. <laughs> like, the pros and cons. I'm so editing that out, but yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making entertainment here. It's I just stage. did exa- I'm saying exactly, like, the script that oh, you gave me. Oh, perfect. I had friends, they lived um, at a gated community in Womberall. And this was like years ago and we called it Melrose 
because Melrose <laughs> this is just a game. And a lot of people probably don't know Melrose. I actually never watched the show. I think it was even before my time. But um, Heather Lockley is about your age, isn't she? I don't know. Is she single? No. <laughs> <laughs> is she rich? <laughs> um, oh, gosh. No, no. <laughs> All right, let's reset because I've got to give this story and then we're going to get lunch. Um, so, yeah, we called it Melrose Place. It was probably before my time, that show. I don't even remember watching it. It was a gated community. had the pool and all that. And you know how I had like six ankle operations? We were hanging out there one day. And the day before my surgery, I walked into their lounge room and it was cream carpet. And I had a can of Coke. Oh, and no. it slipped out of my hand. It wasn't even opened yet. Fell on the carpet. It must have just been something weird. The can split open and I kid you not, the can spun and sprayed everywhere (laughs) and there was Coca-Cola on the carpet stained. And I said, and they were about to move out of there as well. I'm like, I can't actually do this because I'm going to the hospital tomorrow morning. Like, so I can pay if you want to get a cleaner in, but (laughs) I felt so bad. I just spilled Coke stain. So moral, don't have cream carpet. Seriously. Definitely not. And just pull a couch over it. I did that at my old place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't you sweep all your problems under a rug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Emotions. Yeah. 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 What are they? Um, so. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.